0: You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Receive our prayer.
1: For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen.
0: The Lord be with you.
1: And also with you.
0: Let us pray. Lord, we pray that your grace may always proceed and follow us, that we may continually be given to good works through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Please be seated for the proclamation of the word.
2: reading from the book of Isaiah. O Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you. I will praise your name, for you have done wonderful things, plans formed of old, faithful and sure. For you have made the city a heap, the fortified city a ruin. The palace of aliens is a city no more, and it will never be rebuilt. Therefore, strong peoples will glorify you. Cities of ruthless nations will fear you, for you have been a refuge to the poor, a refuge to the needy in their distress, a shelter from the rainstorm, and a shade from the heat. When the blast of the ruthless was like a winter rainstorm, the noise of aliens like heat in a dry place, you subdued the heat with the shade of clouds, The song of the ruthless was still. On this mountain, the Lord of hosts will make for all peoples a feast of rich foods, a feast of well-aged wines, of rich food filled with marrow, of well-aged wine strained clear. And he will destroy on this mountain the shroud that is cast over all peoples, the sheet that is spread over all nations, He will swallow up death forever then the Lord God will wipe away the tears from all faces and the disgrace of his people he will take away from all the earth for the Lord has spoken it will be said on that day lo this is our God we have waited for him so that he might save us this is the Lord for whom we have waited Let us be glad and rejoice in his salvation. The word of the Lord.
3: Let
0: us say together Psalm twenty three. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures and leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul and guides me along the right pathways for his name's sake. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff may comfort me. You spread a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil, and my cup is running over. Surely your goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever.
4: reading from the letter of Paul to the Philippians. My brothers and sisters, whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm in the Lord in this way, my beloved. I urge Euodia and I urge Syntitia to be of the same mind in the Lord. Yes, and I ask you also, my loyal companion, help these women, for they have struggled beside me in the work of the gospel together with Clement and the rest of my co-workers, whose names are in the Book of Life. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again I will say, rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, beloved, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Keep on doing the things that you have learned and received and heard and seen in me and the God of peace will be with you. The word of the Lord.
1: Thanks. Thank you, God.
5: The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Saint Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Christ. Once more, Jesus spoke to the people in parables, saying. They made it and went away, one to his farm, another to his business, while the rest seized his slaves, mistreated them, and killed them. The king was enraged. He sent his troops, destroying those murderers, and burned their city. Then he said to his slaves, The wedding is ready, but those invited were not worthy. Go, therefore, into the main streets and invite everyone you find to the wedding banquet, those slaves went out into the streets and gathered all they found, both good and bad. So the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he noticed a man who was not wearing a wedding robe. And he said to him, "Friend, how did you get in here without a wedding robe? And he was speechless. Then the king said to the attendants, Bind him, hand and foot, throw him into the outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Christ.
0: have seen the YouTube video of Ina Garten or the Barefoot Contessa at the beginning of the pandemic making her recipe for cosmopolitans. It was a fifth of gin and a bottle of cranberry juice cocktail and a healthy dose, a cup, of Cointreau which she mixed and then poured into a martini glass that was about this big. And she, we all laughed about it because when we thought at the beginning of this pandemic, we would be out of it in a couple of weeks. I remember saying to my therapist, at first it was kind of fun, not having to go to work and, or working from home, and now it's beginning to wear on us. We're tired of being home and we're tired of being away from our friends and family. But that's not what these readings are about today. Yes, they have to do with uh, the abundance of God and food that is just overflowing on the table. In the book of Isaiah, or from the prophet Isaiah, we often hear this passage at a funeral, that when we get to heaven, there will be banquet tables groaning with food and drink And everyone will have enough. And then in uh, Psalm 23, that God prepares a table for us. So again, another uh, echo of a bounteous table. And then in the wedding parable, the king is so excited, like all parents, when their child is getting married, that they only want to put on the best that they want a banquet a wedding reception that's going to outdo every wedding reception that any other person has ever attended. But this wedding reception takes a turn to a pretty dark place fairly quickly. When people say they're too busy to attend the king asks up his slaves to go out into the city streets and and bring in the broken and the lost. It didn't matter who you were, but the king was willing to let you enter the palace. Tom Long writes that what would have happened would have been that people would have changed into their wedding garments. When they've got, been called into the field, of course, most of us don't carry a ball gown and a tuxedo to work every day. We, we leave those in our closets for special times. So if somebody says, will you come to my wedding reception, I highly doubt it's going to be leaving work and driving right there. So the king would have emptied his closets. All of his concubines, all of his servants, they would have brought all of the beautiful garments into the hall for the wedding guests to change into. But there's always the one who doesn't uh, quite follow the rules. And this person, for whatever reason, doesn't think the rules apply to him or didn't have time to change, Didn't they ran out of garments, whatever, he doesn't change. So you can imagine everyone is in their beautiful frocks and tuxedos, the gowns, the jewels dripping off them, and here comes a guy in a dirty T-shirt and cutoffs. And he wanders in, and not only that, but he starts guffawing and shoveling food into his mouth. He's just... He's just not the guest you want at an elegant soiree. And the king understandably becomes enraged. And Tom Long says that when Jesus calls someone friend, it's the equivalent of saying, listen here, Buster, who do you think you are? How can you flout the rules, flaunt the rules of society and what it means to be a good guest? And as kings can do, they can act capriciously and he tosses the guy out on his ear. And that's the end of him. Well, this is an allegory that Matthew is writing about. Because as we know, the church and the synagogue are at odds with one another. And they're continually arguing about who is the best and who is chosen and who is called. So Matthew believes that Jesus is telling his followers that the the sadducees and the pharisees don't get it that they need to follow jesus to totally understand what it means to enter into god's kingdom and the wedding garments are symbols of baptism of a new life of leaving the old life behind so that jews would become christians and gentiles would become christians And the king we surmise is God, and the son we surmise is Jesus, and the slaves are the prophets, the ones that are murdered by the townspeople. It's not a very easy story to hear, and it's not a very easy story to explain, I have to admit. I went through several commentaries before anyone had the nerve or the courage to really unpack this passage. Long goes on to talk about there is nothing expected of the people that come to the party, except that they will be like the people that are already hosting the party, that they will put on the finery, that they will be willing to change out of their old ways, because that's what the old clothes are, and embrace the new ways, which we embrace through baptism. He talks about it being not just grace that is being given to us but that we don't want to fall into the phrase that Dietrich Bonhoeffer uses which is cheap grace which means that it doesn't matter everyone is forgiven and there's no cost there's no having to atone for our sins or say we're sorry that just because we are here We're let off the hook. And Long says, that's not what this parable is about. This parable is about being part of a community and being willing to come in and follow the traditions and the rules. There are not many cradle Episcopalians. I am not one. I am married to one. He never ceases to not throw it up into my face. But we still live in harmony anyway, most of the time. But it's interesting how many of us come from different traditions because we enjoy the ritual and we love the liturgy. We love that there's something that we know is going to come next, that there's a rhythm to the church year and thus a rhythm to our lives. But there are people that come to the Episcopal Church, become a member, but they want it to be like the Baptist church or the Methodist church or the Presbyterian church. They don't want to fully embrace what it means to be Episcopalian. And that's where the trouble lies. We have to be willing if we're going to be a certain people, a denomination, be willing to follow the rules of order that have been given to us by the diocese, by the national church, by the international church. And when we are able to do those things, life becomes a lot easier because we know that people have our best interests at heart. We're not looking to make rules to be uh, punitive or unloving, but we also know that being an Episcopalian, we understand and are willing to follow the traditions of the church. We don't become less of a human being when we become Episcopalian because we've gotten rid of our own old tradition. We just feel that we're more fully embraced by God. And that's what I believe this parable is about. It's not about who you were, but it's about who you can become, who you are in the the eyes of God. But it still means that You have to do the things that you may not want to do. You have to atone for your sins. You have to say you're sorry. You have to be part of a community, which you may not always understand, but are willing to try to learn about. My favorite story when I was at St. Thomas was I was talking to the junior warden one day about who gets into heaven. I was looking at a passage. And my firm belief is that everybody's there and that's really what the wedding banquet story is about everyone is going to be invited to the banquet it's whether or not we're willing to take up the invitation well he and i were in a discussion and there was an electrician that was fixing a light on the outside of the church building and he heard me say that i believe everyone gets into heaven well he almost fell off his ladder because that wasn't what he believed. And he jumped down and he started spouting scripture at me and I said, I know, I know that just as well as you do, that God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son that all who believe in him will come. I said, I'm sorry, I just don't believe it. I believe that in an all loving and all encompassing love of and for God. Well, he couldn't let this go. He got to the point where if there was a social event and the junior warden was there, he would say to the people around him, hey, he goes to that lady preacher's church and she says, everyone gets into heaven. And he was so enraged, just like the king. And everybody stood around thinking, okay, fine. So that's, you know, what's wrong with that? But I've always chuckled at him. We want to make it so difficult to get into heaven when the door is always open that we can embrace god at any point in our lives even at the point of death and that's what i believe the reading from isaiah is about the banquet is available to all we just have to be willing to accept it and be willing to think about it and what does it mean for our lives and who are we When we invite everyone in, we're more loving, we're more kind, as Paul's writing says, we're humble. But we also know what we believe. We believe in a God who never abandons us. We believe in a God who is with us till the end. We believe in a God who doesn't forsake anyone. Whether they believe in him today, tomorrow, or with their last breath or even, as I believe, when they get up to the gates with St. Peter. God loves us. We just have to be willing to accept that love and then act out of that love with humility and grace and compassion. These are challenging times, but we as Christians, we as Episcopalians, we as members of Emmanuel can step up and embrace the challenge and be for God's people, the people that God wants us to be. Amen. Amen. Now, to join me in saying together the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe,
3: we believe in, in one God, God
0: the Father, God, and the Almighty, Maker
1: of heaven and earth, of all that is in the We, things things. Things. we, we believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, who took her to the heart of from God to God, from life to God from the God. Begotten of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us, and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became a of the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified, he suffered death under the buried. On the third day, he rose again. The scriptures. He, he ascended into heaven and is he he seated at the right hand of the Father. He will, will come, come again in glory to judge the living God, and the dead, and his kingdom, kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and Giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With, with the, the Father and the Son who is worshiped the glorified, and so the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and Apostolic Church. We acknowledge one that we have gifted. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.
0: In peace let us pray to the Lord, saying, Lord, have mercy.
5: to the Holy Church of God, that we may be filled with truth and love and be found without fault at the day of your coming, we pray to you, o Lord. o Lord. Lord For the Most Reverend Michael Curry, our presiding bishop, for the Right Reverend Jeffrey Lee, our own bishop, for all bishops and other ministers, and for all the holy people of God, we pray to you, O Lord. Lord, have mercy. For all who fear God and believe in you, Lord Christ, that our divisions may cease, and that we all may be one to you. And the Father, as they are one, we pray to you, O Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the mission of the Church, that in faithful witness it may preach the gospel to the ends of the earth. We pray to you, O Lord. The Lord, Lord, have mercy. mercy. For those who do not yet believe, and for those who have lost their faith, that they may receive the light of the gospel, we pray to you, O Lord. Lord, Lord have mercy. For the peace of the world, that a spirit of respect and forbearance may grow among nations and peoples, we pray to you, O Lord. Lord, have mercy. For those in positions of public trust, especially Donald, our president, and Tom, our mayor, that they may serve justice and promote the dignity and freedom of all persons, we pray to you, O Lord. Lord, 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 have mercy. For all who live and work in this community, especially Shelter Care Ministries and Jeremiah Development, we pray to you, O Lord. Lord, Lord, have mercy. For a blessing upon all human labor and for the right to use the riches of creation, that the world may be free from poverty, famine, and disaster. We pray to you, O Lord. Lord. Lord, have mercy for the poor, the persecuted, the sick, and all who suffer, for refugees, prisoners, and all who are in danger, that they may be relieved, protected. We pray to you, O Lord. Lord, have mercy. For this congregation, for those who are present, and for those who are absent, that we may be delivered from hardness of heart, and show forth your glory, all that we do we pray to you O lord lord have mercy for our enemies and for those who wish us harm and for all whom we have injured or offended we pray to you O lord lord have mercy for ourselves for the forgiveness of our sins and for the grace of the holy spirit to amend our lives Especially those celebrating birthdays, Paul, Mary, and Nancy, and those celebrating anniversaries. We pray to you, O Lord, o Lord, o Lord may have mercy. for those for ourselves, for the forgiveness of our sins and for the grace of the Holy Spirit. We ask that you commend ourselves and our prayers to those who are made injured or harmed, and especially children and families of Emmanuel. Dale, Jason, Marianne, Nick, Rich, Sam, for our families and also those who might suffer through Hurricane Delta and also Tammy. Friends and neighbors, that being freed from anxiety, they may live in joy, peace, and health, we pray to you, O oh Lord. Lord, have mercy. For all who have died, especially David, in the communion of your church, and those whose faith is known to you alone, that with all the saints they may have rest in that place where there is no pain or grief, but life eternal. We pray to you, O Lord. Lord, have mercy. Rejoicing in the fellowship of the
0: ever-blessed Virgin Mary and all the saints, let us commend ourselves and one another in all our life to Christ
1: our God. To you, O Lord, our God.
5: Yours is the majesty, O Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess <laughs> that we have and sinned and against, you against you in thought, or word, and deed. Father, what we have done
0: Almighty God have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you an eternal life. Amen. Amen. Please stand. My friends, the peace of the Lord be always with you.
1: And always with you.
0: Please be seated. Well, good morning and welcome to our online Holy Eucharist. We're so glad that you have joined us from wherever you are, around the world or around the country. We're so happy that you have decided to visit and be with us this morning. If you would like to make a donation, you can go to our website and click on the donate button and keep our ministry to the city of Rockford alive and well. You may not have known that yesterday was World Homelessness Day, as well as World Mental Health Day. So we remember all of those, especially during this pandemic, who are struggling with mental health and with homelessness. You can contribute to shelter care, and that is their ministry, to bind up the least in the lost and help them Minister to the people of Rockford. Just a few announcements for this week. The grief group will meet Wednesday at 6. There is, a, sorry, I'm looking for the Episcopal Charities Gala, which is online because, of course, we cannot meet. So all of the details are in your bulletin. And also, the Episcopal Church is reminding everyone to vote this year. It is more important, now more than ever, that our voices be heard. No matter which side of the political aisle you are on, the church wants you to vote. Because if you don't vote, you don't have a voice. And if you don't have a voice, as I always say, then you can't complain. So please do take advantage of the early voting here at Emmanuel. We have very friendly people that will meet you and greet you. And with that, ascribe to the Lord the honor to his name, bring offerings, and come into his courts. <laughs> Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took a cup of wine. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this wine. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sin. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance
1: of me. Therefore, we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ is God. Christ is risen. Christ will come. To celebrate the memorial of our redemption, O Father,
0: in this sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving, recalling His death, resurrection, and ascension, we offer you these gifts, Sanctify sanctified by Your Holy Spirit, to be for Your people the body and the blood of Your Son, the holy food and drink of new and unending life in Him. Sanctify us also that we may faithfully receive this holy sacrament and serve you in unity, constancy, and peace, and at the last day, bring us with all your saints into the joy of your eternal kingdom. All this we ask of your Son, Jesus Christ, by him and with him and in him in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory and yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen.
1: And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will come, on earth as it is in heaven. We must save our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, and forgive those who trespass against us. And we have stopped for them for us and for them. For God is the
0: kingdom, and the power, and the glory. For ever and ever. Amen. Please join me in the prayer for where we can our worship together.
1: In union, O Lord, with your faithful people and every altar of the church, for the, 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 the little and gracious of God is to help I desire to offer you praise and thanks to you I remembered without like like the Lord Jesus Christ, but I had no point in your right direction, but I waited for coming to Lord. And since I died on this point, you may have accepted the God in my I could see you spiritually into my heart, Why not send strength in me with your grace Lord Jesus Christ, and let me, me have you. never separated from you. May I, I live with you, move.
0: The blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you all this day and remain with you always. Amen. Amen.